I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. The weekend is here and it sure won't last, so please enjoy our Saturday morning cast. This is the Peck here, and I'm excited to introduce another episode of Overrated, Underrated, or Rated Fairly. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? I was doing all right until that opening rhyme. You know, I actually liked it. I think it was, yeah, it was pretty good. good. Josh, I'm sorry. What would you rate it? Fairly um, rated. A little over, but not as bad as some would think. <laughs> Listen, I had to redeem myself. We have a, an unreleased episode that was not very good. That was the last time I did a rhyme, and it wasn't very good at all. You've come a long way since then, Josh. It will remain unreleased <laughs> as much as you ploy. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's hearing that. It's like the anti-Patreon, where you could pay more to hear on Patreon. You could just pay us not to put that out if you get our Patreon account. Yeah. Otherwise, one of these weeks, we're going to waste your week and put that cast out. <laughs> would be a waste. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, one of, I think, everyone's favorite pastimes, which is Saturday mornings. Uh, boys, any, uh, any fond memories of Saturday mornings, uh, either from recently or maybe from your past? You know, I, I always enjoyed Saturday mornings. I was a bit lazy, uh, so I enjoyed not having to get up for school back <laughs> in the day. I enjoy not having to get up for work nowadays. <laughs> so I've always loved a good Saturday morning. Yeah, there's a lot of magic in the Saturday mornings, just knowing you got a couple days to, to kick back. When I was a kid, um, I used to, uh, I was I was big into a, a certain amount of toys that I had. So I always had my action figures, and I always had my tech decks later on, things like that, my wrestling figures, which I still collect. They've um, been sold on uh, eBay. The tech decks have. The, right. the wrestling figures are still being purchased. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you guys ever buy a shirt? Only because it had a tech deck that came with the shirt. <laughs> no, my mom never <laughs> fell for those, but I tried so many times. Yeah, that that was a good ploy by tech deck. Walmart did a great job with the with that merchandise. <laughs> it didn't matter that it was a very basic tech no, deck. No, it was like the thumb without it didn't even say tech deck. It was just like that cheesy looking thumb logo. But then it came with like a blind or like a world industries. And the toy was like hanging off the armpit of yeah, the shirt. Yeah. Like, the what? shirt was like fifteen bucks. You could have just gone and bought that tech. <laughs> Tech for four ninety nine. You're yeah. stuck with this shirt nobody wants. Hey, I tried to wear it. I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> That's but, fair. Uh, but when I was younger, I used to always play. I was uh, big into. I would like to play with my toys during the day, and then you know go outside and I would do like TV later in the day. Now I don't know. I do what <laughs> Saturdays great. Sleep a little bit in. of fishing, perhaps. Oh yeah, fishing in the summer. I like mm. to get out, drive around. A little bit a nice of ice day. skating in the winter. Now you know. I always mean to, and I just. I don't like the cold. For those of you that don't know, Bob lives on a lake right now. So yes, uh, not for much I'm... longer, but for a bit. So there is a, these are activities that are very accessible. Uh, yeah, you probably should take advantage of them before you move out of there. I will be. I will be. Good. But you're right, Tim. There's just something about that lax feeling, man. You you wake up on a Saturday and it's just ugh, great. There's nothing quite like it. And, the, you know, some people don't actually have weekends off. But yeah. I guess anything in this show that we mentioned for a Saturday morning can apply to the first day off that you get for whatever schedule that you're having. The same magic is there regardless of the actual day. Mm. But it's it's always been a, a wonderful thing. You know, when I was working uh, at Panera Bread for those seven long years, um, I don't think I really got a Saturday off. So... You, you grow to appreciate it, and you miss it at times. You're like, I'm waking Dude. up at 5 in the morning, going to a store, and by the time it's like 4 o'clock when I get home, the day's kind of gone, and it, that magic fades. It's true, man, and I was actually going to – I'm glad you said that. I was just thinking that too. Like one of my, one of my favorite things about working now and, and you know, being a teacher other than having this whole summer off is like weekends are, are sacred again. They're like back when we were kids, you know? Every and I know Tim, you usually have weekends off. Usually now, yeah. yeah. And there's just something about knowing that you have Saturday and Sunday. The week could be as good or as bad as, and you always have Saturday and Sunday, which was the case when you were a kid. Same thing as Josh. I worked at a grocery store for seven plus years, 
and you never knew what your schedule was going to be like. And often you did know what it was going to be like. And it was Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays early, Sunday overnights. Like it was just, you Oof. know, well, it's technically. Wait, so you went in Saturday early and you had overnights on Sunday? So I technically go in at 12 midnight on, well, so 12 a.m. on Sunday. Ugh. But it was nice. I'd get that time and a half. And then I'd go home and go to sleep at 5. But craziness. I much, I much prefer my schedule now. All right. Well, me too. So we all agree that Saturday's just a great time. So uh, to actually kick off our, our first little yes, segment folks, on our show here, <laughs> uh, one of the more iconic uh, memories that I have of a Saturday morning is starting it off right. Now, granted, being as lazy as possible on a Saturday morning is, I'm with Tim right there, a great way to kick it off. Mm. But they do say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and I've actually provided my fellow co-hosts here with <laughs> yes. a little bit of uh, breakfast, even though it's a little bit later at night. So, uh, Bob, pass one of these on over to Timbo. Sure. I've uh, provided you gentlemen with a breakfast staple. It is. <laughs> I the... was going to say breakfast steak. This is definitely not a steak, folks. <laughs> no. This is a, uh, a bowl steak of... Steak <laughs> This is a bowl of cocoa pebbles. And to kick off our show today, I want you boys to rate it. Are Cocoa Pebbles overrated, underrated, or rated fairly? Is this lactose-free, Josh? It is almond milk in there, Tim. Ooh, nice. We are, we are very uh, <laughs> accommodating towards the dietary restrictions of our, of our co-hosts here. But no, I have many moments of my childhood where I remember my dad would bust out like a big salad bowl of Cocoa Pebbles, <laughs> and it would just be the way we started off our days. Healthy? Who knows? I found out recently it's gluten-free, which is why I picked it because of uh, our man Tim over here with his FODMAP. Irritable bowel syndrome is no joke, folks. It is no laughing matter. (laughs) I'm right there with Tim. I'm just not doing the test. (laughs) So, boys, there's a whole world of cereal out there. Many choices for, uh, for the regular consumer to buy. Cocoa Pebbles, are they overrated? Are they underrated? Or are they rated fairly? Tim? Why don't you give it a shot? All right. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, first of all, especially special to me because I haven't had cereal in a very long time. I guess I just forgot that almond milk existed for a while. And uh, I just thought, you know, off limits because of the milk. But, you know, I've recently gotten back into cereals. Uh, and by that, I've had one cereal <laughs> on this diet. Um it's uh, the Chex Mix cinnamon. Not so good. But I take a bite of this uh, this Cocoa Pebbles, and immediately there's a burst of chocolate flavor, which I do enjoy. Um, and somehow, in this very small amount of time since I saw Josh sneaking that pour of milk in here. Um, How did he do it? <laughs> I don't know. I was a magician. So I'm it's, magical. It somehow has flavored the milk into chocolate milk in a mm. very short amount of time and uh almond milk but I, I mean it is but chocolate almond milk is very good this is going to be underrated for me because i mean you just get so much chocolate flavor both in the pebbles and the milk it's it's underrated folks. underrated until you realize josh lied to you and all he did was have a pint of the super cow milk from school under the table <laughs> and that's what he poured into this cocoa pebbles that would have been next level that would go from severely underrated to severely overrated we'll see how your fob mapping just a placebo <laughs> <laughs> Bob, what do you think about it? Oh, man, these are definitely uh, underrated. So the thing is, when you think of cereals... Bob has finished almost this whole little bowl I was going to say, if you want to see what I think of these, just look over at this bowl. <laughs> oh. Now, all that's left it's to more. do is chug down the super cow. But, um, oh, yeah. But no, man, because when you think of um, cereals that everybody raves about, you know, you have your um, you have your Fruity Pebbles... You have the Captain Crunch, which we all know is a very, very big danger to the roof of your mouth. Mm. Um, you have Been there. your, uh, yeah, you have your, um, you know, you got a lot. You know, you got tricks, you got um, Lucky Charms, but a lot of that stuff because of really, really good uh, mascots over the years and really good hype around, you know, all that kind of things. When we were younger, I know during the '90s, it was all about who had the best prize, right? What's the, what's the mascot on this uh, particular one, Josh? Very uh, suiting for our show today. It is Fred Flintstone. 
No, it is Fred. Oh, all right. There he is. It is Fred. You Family can... size. Wow. Yep. Wow. Well, you know, surprisingly, this was under $4 for a family size of Cocoa Pebbles. Okay, where'd you buy this? At Walmart. Folks, he's not kidding. This isn't your uh, knockoff Aldi brand here. This is a, I can see Fred Flintstone jump, jumping out of the bowl like a stripper out of a cake. You know, I was actually <laughs> originally what I... Adds excitement. <laughs> Originally, what I was going to do is uh, give you guys the off-brand and the actual Pebbles. And I went to go get the off-brand, and it wasn't all that much cheaper than the actual Cocoa Pebbles, which was shocking to oh. me. I mean, this is a big box of cereal. No, no. And you know what? It's, it's great. And the Cocoa Pe- Pebbles, like, I think a lot of times get lost in the mix because you got your, like, Count Chocula and you got other things. But Cocoa Pebbles are very underrated because the consistency in each flavor... Or in each spoonful, you get the same flavor. Very good. Now, I'm also seeing on this, bo- this box, no more prizes these days, folks. It's not the 90s, but there is a fun coloring activity on the back. It does look pretty fun. I had the back view <laughs> and earlier. And when they it was say nice. fun coloring activity, it's just a blank piece of cardboard for you to color on. It says <laughs> you can yap and dab and do it. Actually, that's a really clever way to put it. <laughs> I like it. Josh, is this why you bought it? Well, I mean, not only do I get some delicious uh, cereal right now, but my evening is booked with this coloring activity. <laughs> Glad you specified that. <laughs> 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 so I saw Tim almost choke on his pebbles there. Yeah, no, definitely underrated here. This is a great cereal. Yeah, I got to agree with you guys. I was shocked at how fast it turned to chocolate milk. I mean, it was almost instant. And you would imagine that with uh, almond I spilled milk. spilled on my white shirt, folks. Not good. That's why we don't wear white shirts. Straight up chocolate milk. (laughs) That's never coming out. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I thought maybe with almond milk, even if it Mm. it looked chocolatey, it wouldn't carry on that flavor, but it really did a very nice job. Yeah. I vastly prefer the cocoa pebbles to the fruity pebbles, which I also thought about bringing today. But I just think if you're looking for a solid way to start your day with something sweet, you can't go wrong with Cocoa Pebbles. It's very underrated. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, just to wrap this up. The uh, the, the after snack sip of milk, which you often get with a lot of cereals. This is this is, uh, this is bar none. There's not, none above it. There's none above it. Only this rivaled by when you finish a freeze pop and drink the remaining like <laughs> syrup in the bottom. Yes, that is especially <laughs> sweet, that stuff. Not great for breakfast, I'd imagine. But th- yeah, this is straight up chocolate milk. I've been saying it this whole time, but it's very good. <laughs> so I think it, it goes uh, with our segment really nicely that when we're thinking about Saturday mornings and how you started off, you got a nice bowl of Cocoa Pebbles. What naturally comes next? You don't want to leave. Cocoa Puffs. Fred Flintstone jumping nude in that one-piece toga out of your bowl. I'm still waiting. I could see it. There he is. Which is the perfect transition to watching some Saturday morning cartoons, and that's going to be our main segment today. All right, boys. So on our whiteboard over here, uh, we've previously done a little bit of an activity where we... Talked about some of our favorite Saturday morning cartoons. So we have a whole list of them that we've already given some ratings to. But we're going to discuss them at length. And we're talking about some classic Saturday morning cartoons. Some that stretch back over the years. Others that were very prominent in the 90s. One of the things that I was looking at uh, in preparation for this cast is you look on Saturday morning cartoons these days. It's really not the same appeal. Mm. I think one of the, uh, the the very appealing parts of Saturday morning cartoons was you can get up at seven o'clock and boom, you are you're slated in until noon pretty much. But today it just doesn't feel like you have that same effect with on demand uh, type of things and streaming well, services. The the shows also suck nowadays too. There's Here, here's the thing they they have that and sorry to interrupt. No no but no. They have that like new shiny animation yeah. and it takes away. Yes. Like. Disney movies with a shiny animation, like Moana, that kind of thing, great. Yeah. But Saturday morning cat cartoons with this kind of animation, I think, takes away from the, the... They spend too much time on animation, not enough time on storylines. I think you're opinion. right. I think you're right, man. And it's it's not it's that, and it's also that everything... 
lately is just like the comedy's totally lost. Mm. It's just who can shout the loudest in an annoying voice, and that is what's supposed to be funny to kids now. And it really, yeah, it's it's it curdles your blood. It's not funny to kids. No. It's what's wrong with kids these it's, days, actually. It, 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 <laughs> it, the comedy is truly lost in a lot of these cartoons. I will say, looking at our list that we came up with, I don't see any of these that is over the top shouting. No, I, I think there's some really, uh, really classy jokes and some solid uh, action in most of them. That's worth exploring. Yes. Well, here's the thing: they were clever back in the day. Nowadays, they're just in kids' face. Like, watch this now. Watch this now. Like, yeah. That's the only message I get. These cartoons that we're about to talk about, these were like you had to follow along. Like, sure. It, through the through the entire show, I oh, feel yeah. like every Saturday you were like, ah, I can't wait to see yeah. what happens next. And well, they always had the had the cliffhanger at the end. Yes. I, I mean, maybe not or, always, or but lesson. mostly or a, a lesson. lesson. And that, that was what was great, because you got a small glimpse of what was happening next Saturday. And yeah. as a kid, I didn't have much of a calendar, but I knew for a fact that I was going to be right there watching next Saturday, because I didn't want to miss that. And if I did miss it, I would have to find uh, one of those VHS tapes and try to record it. And oh, yeah. that was always a nightmare. Oh, I was an expert. <laughs> Yeah, you, you see, had to get good at that. I didn't have cable, so I had to be an expert. When the good shows came on and I wasn't there, you better believe I was recording those. <laughs> so why don't we kick it off with a classic here? Yeah. You know, when you think about you know the Fred Flintstones of the world, which was in its own a very classic Saturday morning cartoon. We, uh, we That's just, just the Flintstones, not the Fred Flintstones, folks. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. <laughs> the spinoff that only Josh watched. Let's be honest, the man created it. Fan there fiction. Was, yeah, there was the Flintstones and Josh's Fred Flintstones. And I'll tell you this, folks. He did not wear the toga in the Josh version. <laughs> Wildly <laughs> successful in the Pelletier household. <laughs> Very upsetting in other households. <laughs> we were not a Nielsen family. <laughs> So why don't we start off with the Looney Tunes? And we, we've also broadened this to include uh, Tiny Tunes yeah, as Tiny well. Tiny Tune Adventures. Which was a, well, let's, let's talk about it. So when you think of the Looney Tunes, you have this kind of classic, um, I believe they were segmented so that you mm-hmm. had more than one featured Looney Tune per episode. Boys, if you had to give them that a ranking, where, where do we stand on some Looney Tune action? Um, I... I'll go first, I yeah, guess. Uh, the, the Looney Tunes, I feel like... Uh, Josh, you, you're not showing me the board here. I forgot what I said earlier. You said overrated, Tim. All right, I said overrated. Um, I, I think I agree with my earlier statement of <laughs> <laughs> overrated, but that's just because I feel like the, the shorter segments in this show, um, as as clever as they were, and I'm not taking away from the cleverness, they were very clever. Don't get me wrong, but like, you almost want more. Like when they're done, you're like, you know, I wish that lasted a little longer. Like Bugs Bunny chasing chasing around uh, Elmer Fudd and whatnot. Enjoyed yeah. that stuff, you know. I I wanted more of it, and it it was it just seemed so short. But it to kept me. you coming back. It, it did. It did keep me coming back. But still, I. I wanted to see more of it. That's that's really the only reason I did over. You know, I, I feel like I can piggyback off of that. They were classic for a reason, but I think there was something that I wanted to see uh, in terms of them building on each other as opposed to be almost a running bit, which is what it ended up being. You know, yeah. you had these kind of standard, oh, there's Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. You have a slight variation on that, but it w- would have been cool to see a little bit uh, more of a progression in those characters. But, hey, I, I think there's something to be said about still being relevant in, uh, in 2020. Not to mention, uh, I know it's not a classic Saturday morning cartoon, but uh, Space Jam and them having uh, a starring role in that. Yeah, oh. they stayed relevant. <laughs> Very much. I'm going to rate it fairly just because of, you know, it really set the precedent for a lot of the cartoons at the time. And, you know, let's, let's look at it here. The 90s were a time where you had so many cartoons that, that you actually... You had everything from an animated version of Jim Carrey's The Mask to an animated version of cartoon <laughs> Beetlejuice and uh, the, my favorite, Mummies Alive, where, um, you know, when it had to hold up to that, like, sure, those other cartoons had a little more going on. But you know what? The short segments, and they, they, they adapted it with the Tiny Toons. 
uh, rated fairly. And you know what? Really kind of the founding uh, fathers, like the the original, uh, they set a lot of the groundwork for the cartoons. So uh, rated fairly. You know, to piggyback off of that animation style that Bob was just talking about. Which Josh is really into piggybacking today. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Give you a He's ride going, later. He's going hog wild. <laughs> Uh, so with the mummy return, sorry. The mummy, re- mummy's alive. Mummy, yeah. The man's head is in Brendan Fraser now. Now that oh, is God. not a cartoon, Josh. That you, is Brendan threw- Fraser classic. He's back to his fan Love fiction, folks. <laughs> Brendan Fraser was not wearing much in his mummy remake either. Cartoon Brendan Fraser, just as scary as real Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Another show that had a cartoon version of an actual actor. Jackie Chan Adventures was Ooh. one of my favorite Saturday morning cartoon shows. It had action, it had comedy, it had magical talismans. I just feel like this is a show that was fairly rated because when you sat down and you you were ready for this, and granted, it did have cameos from Jackie Chan himself. I just thought it was a great adventure. No pun intended. <laughs> Take that back. Pun intended. Very good. (laughs) Tim, I know you feel very passionately about the Jackie Chan Adventures. Tell us a little bit more. So I I went underrated on Jackie Chan Adventures, and there's a couple reasons. Um, First of all, the the opening sequence is just pure genius. It's it's cartoon Jackie Chan running away from danger, and it flips out of cartoon to regular Jackie Chan, like real live Jackie Chan going back and forth to animated to real, and like... He does some like crazy move. Then you see Jackie Chan doing the crazy move in real life. And you know life. there's no stunt double. That's no, Chan. Absolutely no <laughs> stunt double. That's straight up Chan. <laughs> and, you know, every part of this show you, you get interested in because there was uh, another very interesting character. What Toru? He's the, he's the bigger guy, the yeah. big guy. Is that yeah. Toru? I'm a, I don't I'm remember right his now. name, but he's, he's a. Very large man. He was an evil guy to begin with. The guy, <laughs> the guy changes from an evil, like very evil man, and he becomes like almost like the house slave <laughs> to uh, to Jackie Chan's uncle. Oh my god! It, it's interesting, but he's very good. Chan then. turns the man. Seven point three on IMDb. Wow. Yeah, I think he does turn the man, and it's very, very interesting. Like, there's so much storyline in the show. Very underrated. I've never seen it, and I always rank on you guys for loving it. But you know what? <laughs> Hearing about that intro and seeing how much you guys really have a shine in your eye when you talk about this, this, I, this <laughs> cartoon is rated fairly. I get I get very excited. Uh, there is one uh, very overrated part in this show, and that's his niece, Jade. She's Hi-ya. a real pain. Hi-ya! <laughs> <laughs> one more thing! <laughs> These are all lines from the show, but... The, the niece Jade, very obnoxious. Hmm. The rest of it, very underrated. Hmm. You can watch it all for $12 on Prime Video. The whole uh, series? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not wow. too bad. 12 bucks. There's uh, six seasons. Oh, no, five seasons. I'm sorry. Jeez. You know, it's hard to get five seasons of a cartoon. 95 episodes. Like. I'll guarantee you the animated mask did not make it five seasons. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, anyways. It, whoa, hold up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is just something I'm looking. Jackie Chan does not voice his own character in the show, though. What? He plays himself, but this guy, James C. What do you, S-I-E. What do you mean he plays himself? Like he's. <laughs> no, never mind. Continue. So, yeah, what, what are you talking about here? So, Jackie Chan plays himself when he's actu- an actual person for those scenes. Oh. But the voice actor oh. for Jackie Chan is not Jackie Chan. Imagine if he didn't play himself. <laughs> it was himself. just a very Jackie Chan looking guy. Well, <laughs> there's worse ideas. <laughs> like an animated series of The Mask. <laughs> that was a bad idea. <laughs> you know, The Mask is a wild uh, a wild animated series, but another one was The Animaniacs. Ooh. Oh, underrated. Tell there us was, why. Because it was like what time, what Looney Tunes was years ago, but all the segments were hilarious. They mm. were all like totally different. Like you had... Um, the one with Prince? <laughs> What's it now? Do you guys what? remember the episode with Prince? 
like the singer with yeah the singer no i don't remember that oh at all. man you gotta check the it god out god pigeon one of tim's oh, favorites one of my very check it out favorites. after the cast I will. it is a very funny scene i liked uh i liked that girl who was always hugging animals uh and asking like why and i don't know but th- i think that was uh i can't remember the name of that segment i think you're thinking, thinking dora the explorer no 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 no, I think no, her, no. Her name was like elmira or something like that <laughs> you know that sounds familiar yeah um, you had the pigeons. You had, I think, Pinky and the Brain started on Animaniacs, or yep. were closely yes. related. You um, know what? And it was, the cool thing about it was it started getting that kind of childhood annoying humor, but it didn't overdo it. It mm. wasn't as well put together as something like you know, um, like Tiny Toons or like the you know the the Disney stuff or, or anything like that. But it was it was funny, and it didn't push it too too far. Yeah, and, like even now, sometimes Tim and I will watch those God Pigeon segments oh. back, and they're still good. <laughs> the God a... Pigeon says you're on st- top of a, <laughs> a statue of Regis Philbin. <laughs> yeah, and anytime you reference Regis Philbin in a cartoon, <laughs> well done. Good for the adult viewers too. Just because I'm on IMDb, seven point nine and five seasons of the Animaniacs. That's wow. So Five it, seasons again. There's as much Jackie Chan adventures as there are Animaniacs. That's startling. And I'd be willing to say that, take a look at all the modern day Saturday morning cartoons. How many of those make? Five seasons. I think. Well, that's they why might are, just because every episode's the same. Yeah, yeah that's that's, just, that's fair. But I still think that these are quality. No, you're right. Episodes. Enemy X were great. I loved them. I'm I'm gonna go off what Bob said. I'm gonna go underrated as well, uh, just because of the fact that that. The humor is so clever in these. Yeah. Like, the, it, <laughs> there's not much else to say, in my no. opinion. Like, you, you're laughing pretty much the whole way through. And, like, things like Pinky and the Brain, even. Yeah. Like the, you know what else? Sorry, to, to, I already had my talking points. But you know what? Everything was clever in that was all the theme songs. Like, yeah. you can still hear the It's Time for Animaniacs. You can hear the pinky, the, the pinky. pinky. The Everything pinky had the this brain, really brain, catchy brain, little brain, jingle, brain. you know? Yeah. I, I, true story. I sang. It was my cousin's wedding. My <laughs> oh, o- one of my oldest cousins, and I don't know what possessed some of my cousins and <laughs> I. I didn't but sing pinky we, in the brain. There. We sang pinky in the brain at his <laughs> wedding, and having. I'm a married man myself. I can't imagine what would have happened if my cousins got together, younger cousins, and decided they were going to do something cute like sing Pinky in the Brain at my wedding in front Nowadays, of... Nowadays, that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. It was a very weird moment, but it was it was a big enough moment because we all watch Animaniacs. That was just a dream, Josh. <laughs> Never I, happened. I swear. It's more of like a nightmare. Now that I think back on it. <laughs> no, I agree with you guys. This is definitely an underrated show. Um... I still remember there's like a holiday episode where they're trying to sing We Three Kings of Orient Are, but they changed the next line by saying, Having wit or we wish we had brought a car and every holiday season. What? Yeah, they go, We three kings of Orient are having wish we brought a car. And I think of that every single time I hear that song. And I mean, this is the long Josh walks everywhere in the winter, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, another scene in Animaniacs worth checking out. <laughs> Josh doesn't have the best luck with cars lately, so that's especially funny. We're down to one, folks. <laughs> It's a miracle I got here. Check back next week. <laughs> will he buy one more or will one or will the last one? You guys are going to have to figure out how to get this thing started. I might not make it. <laughs> Leave the computer. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so I, I would agree. I would say that Animaniac, Animaniacs has that highbrow humor. <laughs> or Animani for short. <laughs> yes. Sorry. A little saliva. Too much uh, pebble. Were you about to Animaniac over there, Peck? <laughs> So, switching gears a little bit, still staying in the, in the animated realm, let's talk a little bit about some Nickelodeon classics. We have yes. on our board both Hey Arnold and Rocket Power. Bob, tell me about any one of those and why it is ranked. I'm just going to talk about it. them both super quick. Yeah, go for it. I liked Rocket Power a lot because it came out right when I was almost in my exit of watching Nickelodeon cartoons, kind of like middle school time. But I loved it because they brought in that extreme sports, you know. So for your going back, the Tech Deck fans, it was a cool show. But you know what? One show I could always watch when it was on, and like I, I still like like it today. Is like Hey Arnold because there were so many cool like little lessons in there. Like it was always funny. 
it was always like over exaggerated. But you know what? There were like a diverse group of kids in this, and like some you were supposed to like other than uh, more than others. But you know what? Every character was humanized in that show. Every yeah. character had a backstory, and every character in at least one episode had their redemption. You yeah. know, and it was like a really. It was hilarious. Like his his grandma was like a ninja or something, and like <laughs> his you know, but like there were all these like wholesome episodes in it. And Arnold was like, Arnold was like the cartoon version of Jim from The Office. Like they just wanted you okay. to like that man's heart was always supposed to be in the right place, and he always wanted to do the right thing. Yeah, you know. And then like you had in Rocket Power Tito with the uh, ancient Hawaiians. Like <laughs> so, just I loved the lessons in these. They were a little bit more. They were funny, like I said, they were over they were overdone, but there was always that lesson to tie it together. Underrated. I think I think the word you're looking for, Bob, with these two cartoons, genuine. Very genuine. Agreed. I, th- I think that like it really hits on the feelings of, of adolescent kids, like right right on the head. Yeah. And you're watching these and you can relate to almost every character almost every episode at some points. Absolutely. Uh, even in what's her name? Not uh, what? Hey Arnold's like lover. Helga. 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 I almost said Angelica from Rugrats. <laughs> Another great show. Yeah. Another great show. But um, yeah, you can even like feel for her a little bit sure. in a lot of the episodes, and she's kind of like the antagonist of the series. Yeah. But yeah, I very genuine show. I'm gonna give it a fairly rated. Yeah. Um, not underrated because I I feel like you kind of expected it going through it. Yeah. So. It does get its rec- the recognition it deserves. I think. Absolutely. Out of Rocket Power and Hey Arnold, which one do you guys think has the higher rating on IMDb? I think Hey Arnold. Yeah? Tim? Give me Hey Arnold, yeah. You're absolutely right. Rocket Power only has a 6.8, while Hey Arnold is a 7.8. They did Rocket Power dirty, man. Here's the thing. I think um, I think the characters in Hey Arnold are a little bit easier to yeah. relate to than the Rocket Power kids because they're all in Hawaii. Yeah. That's you about know. it. <laughs> Well, and you know they were into the extreme sports and stuff. There were a couple cheesy parts, like when they would do the woogity woogity handshake. Like, hey, yeah. I was a little bit more like, you know what? Even if you were on the older end of like Saturday morning cartoons, you'd be like, hey, like that was, you know, I kind of, I can kind of get down with that message today. Like, yeah, right, here's an episode where they just are bored and they're at the skate park and and rocket power. Eh, <laughs> I don't know. That the big Tito guy says something <laughs> clever. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, Ramundo. Yeah. Ramundo, not a very believable character. As he gets out from behind that fry stand, and then rips a fifty-fifty down the down the boardwalk. Very open. One of the best. One of the best names in any Nickelodeon TV true, show. True. <laughs> yep. No, I agree with you guys. I, I I feel like it's a fairly rated show. Hey Arnold, more so than most. Yeah. It has the lasting power. It has sentimentality to it, and. All in all, when I think back to, you know, as an adult going back and looking at some of these classic cartoons, I could watch a full ep- or a full season of Hey Arnold and not feel like I would be out of place with that. No, you're right. It's la- lasting power. <laughs> Is Josh a little bit like Arnold, <laughs> the character? Call he, me football head. I he dare does, you. He oh. does have a lot of, like desire to always do the right thing always trying to do the right thing pudges is <laughs> or is he stoop kid <laughs> i am not afraid to leave my stoop <laughs> you're afraid to leave the stoop folks josh not has a- not left that chair he actually poured the milk for the cereal segment under this tablecloth very <laughs> creepy although i do know that his uh he keeps his dog poop on his stoop so he probably does want to leave that pretty quickly moved it <laughs> where it's under the deck now a much better spot. Yeah. Very much. Now you could sit on the stoop where you've always wanted to. <laughs> would there you say is. that he moved it, football head? <laughs> <laughs> I would say he did. <laughs> Not so seamless transition here. Um, let's talk about another one that That's we are. Uh, transition <laughs> to take the bull by the horns with. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, another show that I think uh, all of us can agree is one of the all-time classics. We actually had a conversation about this just the other day. Almost got tattoos about it. Still in the mm. works. We're talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, Bob, how do you feel about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Love it. I mean, rated fairly. It gets. I don't think there's anybody who thinks it's underrated. Uh, the new movies are a little over, a lot overrated. But Teenage yes. Mutant Ninja Turtles back in the '90s, um, great, good humor, great action. Excellent characters, excellent villains. Uh, the video games are great. There was 
back when it was in its prime from the 80s to the 90s, like there was not much that was better cartoon-wise than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. I'll stand by that. All right. Tim, what do you say? You, you said fair, Bob? Fairly rated. I'm going to go fairly rated as well. Um, I can't really go underrated because the, I think it's overdone. Yeah, at this point, yeah. yeah. You know? right, like right now, yeah, yeah. I think people are like, oh, I've got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt. I'm so cool. It's like, yeah, yeah well, you're you're fairly rated. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. You're not cool. You're fairly rated. We watched it 30 years ago. Yeah. I'm sure I'd I know that shirt, but is. I wouldn't brag about it. You know, that's the kind of yeah. thing. I'm, you wear it with pride, and that's fine. Yeah. And you, cool weapons on yeah. all the Ninja Turtles. I like that. I like the wise old rat that uh, Master brings them along, yep. of course. Yes. Shredder was a great villain. And I love pizza, yeah, too. Shredder was really cool. And you know what the thing was? Shredder was like the mouthpiece. The villain you didn't see a lot was the Krang. Yep. <laughs> that little brain ran everything. Yeah, pretty much. What a great, great show. Yeah. Nah, I think it. <clears throat> you see other other shows like Street Sharks, which I think have that kind of same vibe. Mommy's Alive. <laughs> Are you going fairly rated? Yeah, I'm going to go fairly rated. I just think when you look at uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as it is, it only got worse as time went on. <laughs> yeah, so don't be when, confused with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's yeah. not a good show. <laughs> no, no. Oh. But no, <laughs> when, when you go back and look at these shows, this is what it was meant to be. Yeah. Not the one where Megan Fox is in the movie with No, you. no. That's, that was hard to watch. Or when they had... Sad. Yeah. Very. Well, all right, so we got two more. Uh, while we're sticking with some action why don't we stick with uh i don't know yeah i know you folks can't see but josh did this like move with his oh, hands God. when he did action very sad continue josh <laughs> listen i'm gonna do it again let's stick with some action uh, uh, even worse the second like time one of the around putties from uh, power rangers <laughs> i grew up on the rangers i know i didn't put it up here see. <laughs> We're talking more about cartoons, but if I had to talk about Saturday morning shows, Power Rangers would be on this list. Uh, but let's talk about another action uh, cartoon, which is Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Mm. Now, personally, I had I had pajamas of this. I had action figures. I think it was really just a solid show. And I think the introduction, if you if you have a chance, go listen to the actual introduction and watch it. It's just such a good show. You're watching it going, oh, man. Yeah. Can't wait to see where this goes. And watching other Batman animated series going forward, they're just not as good. The animation style changes. And you're like, okay, that's a little bit cheesy here. So I think the animated series, um, I'm going to say it is underrated. I'm changing up my, uh, I'm my gonna, take. I'm going to say the same. And, and maybe it was just timing or whatever, but like, I liked all these cartoons we're talking about, but there were two cartoons I really, really loved when I was a kid that I watched all the time. One was the Turtles. The second was Batman. I had all the figures, all the action figures. I really liked them. I played them all the time, and I watched it religiously. I loved the villains. You had some great, like, you had the Scarecrow, Penguin, Mr. Freeze, two I mean, the villains were fantastic, and I think to this day, it's why people like Batman so much. And it was a nice transition. You knew so much about Batman as a kid when you got older and matured with, you know, the Michael Keaton movies, the other ones. It was a really nice way. You can grow with that, with that, you know, franchise. And uh, the animated series still to this day, though, very underrated because you got so much story out of it. Yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to go underrated. I'm going to go fairly rated. But one thing I did enjoy about the show was definitely the storylines. There's so much built yeah. into them uh, and they play off of each other really well. Um, like a lot of the shows we've been talking about, they're more built on like the humor of certain situations that, I mean, this, there was a little bit of humor in sure. this, if I remember correctly, Yeah. but like a lot of this show is just like straight up storyline. You're or very Josh, interested. Or Josh, it was straight up action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Straight Sorry, up action. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, it's a different style, but fairly rated. Yeah. 9.0 on IMDb. Yeah, wow. That's not surprising. Yeah. So even though that was probably the highest ranking that we'll see in terms of IMDb rankings, I think we can all safely say that the one that we saved for last was by and far the most underrated Saturday morning cartoon out there. And it is Recess. Yes. yes. Now, Tim, I can see it in your eyes that you're ready to talk about this. <laughs> Tell us, Recess, why is it the most underrated Saturday morning cartoon? First of all, I'm always ready to talk about Recess. <laughs> First of all. Excellent, excellent theme song going into the show every time. There's like the triumphant, like like full band playing, like dun 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 dun. 
And so, like, wow. and what I like about this show is that they they really separate the different groups of of people you're gonna see in an elementary school. Like, you've got the cool kids, you've got the nerds, you've got, and they all play a part. Yeah, and I think the beauty of this show is that it brings all of these groups together almost on a uh, an episode basis. Yeah, where like they all have to kind of work together, like. And and that's the main group of the show is comp- compromised, compromised, comprised. Is that yes, a word? Comprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It's comprised. It's yeah. comprised of one person of each of these groups, yeah. and like they all have to kind of like help each other and work together. It's 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 beautiful. It's it's underrated. Yeah, and the cool thing it is, and that was one of my first thoughts about it too. Also, that this was a show that for me, like this was the end of an era, like. This was like the last really made for Saturday morning cartoon there was. And how how much better could you do it? It was a show that even in like I think the previews like they said like they'd spell out recess and then they would say like one Saturday morning after it like for yep. you know for TV and it was ABC's Saturday morning and like this show was made for Saturday mornings. It was called Recess because it was when school was out of session. Like this show was geared towards kids for your Saturday morning. It's on recess, we're on break. And uh Man, I don't know. There's a lot to say about it, but it really was. It was underrated because I don't I don't know how long it lasted, but I do know that it was really geared for that Saturday morning audience. Like Tim said, it really, and almost in the same vein as Hey Arnold, everybody was brought into it in a really, you know, um, positive and redeeming light at times. And it was just a cool way to connect to, uh, you know, when you were a little bit older in elementary school and stuff, like you connected to that, um, even with the humor and some of the goofiness in it. So mm. very underrated cartoon. I agree. I, I remember watching Randall and getting furious because I had met kids that were very much like Randall. And this goes back to Tim's point where it's like, is Randall the uh, the little squirrely looking kid with the red hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's like you, you can relate. You can kind of attach people that, you know, to these kind of archetypes. And it was just a really great show. I, I still remember that when Tim started kind of putting together that theme song, lots of memories came back. It was just looking at me as I did it. <laughs> Peck also listened to his burnt CD on the way over that has that out that theme song on it thirty times back to back, just I'm, over and over yeah. again. It's called commitment to the cast, boys. Commitment. Hey, he loves it. You know, uh, one more thing about that show: very touching. Yeah, too. like very touching moments. Like almost had you in tears some of the time. Like some of those kids really stuck their neck out to the oh other kids God. all right jeez <laughs> pull so, it together so i think we did a pretty good job uh wrapping these up now our final segment here is going to be talking about one saturday morning cartoon that we didn't get a chance to touch on yet but instead of talking about it as a show as with most of these shows they end up having products made to go along with it so that you can kind of still be a fan even when you're not watching the actual episode, which leads us to our final segment. And boys, I've got a surprise for you. All right. Hold on. I got to get it though. Actually, (laughs) Tim, could you do me a favor behind you next, next to the window? I've uh, lodged three surprises for you boys. Um, It's behind the shade though, so that nobody could (laughs) see it. Treasure hunt to go on. Hold on. <laughs> Listen, we're all about the having a little been fun hiding here. It the whole time. <laughs> now, as a kid, I was offered a challenge, and not only a oh video game, but watching some actual uh, some an episode of a show. Somebody told me once that I had to catch them all, and unfortunately, boys, I really wanted to get you the original Pokemon cards because after watching an episode of Pokemon. The only way for me to actually catch them all was to get these cards and get all 151. Oh my God. If I wanted Did to Did you get... succeed, Josh? I didn't. No. <laughs> I have some very tragic tales about Pokemon cards, including the janitor at the school ripping up my holographic Venusaur. Edition <laughs> um, one? It was bad, dude. Oh my He's God. like, no Pokemon cards in school. It was... Uh, we won't mention his name on the cast, but he still works for the school that uh, Bob and I work for. So oh my God. I have some resentment. But here's the problem. If I wanted to get you the actual Pokemon cards from our youth, I would have dropped a very pretty penny because they go upward like easily $200 for just a pack. It's like he doesn't care about us. <laughs> I bought you cereal. I bought you cards. I don't know. Man, this thing's, he's, he's done a lot of things for us today. So 
while these ones look the same, Pokemon has changed over the years. What's with the pog in here? Like a little yeah, there's a little chip, pog a little in pog. here. Uh, Another nineties thing right there. <laughs> Pogs. Well, that might be a whole separate show. <laughs> so these are the newer Pokemon cards that are meant to mirror the original ones. Although Pokemon has changed over the years, and everyone gets a holographic wheezing. Now, I was going to say, what did you guys... I saw Tim scoping it out while he was passing out the backs. Well, here's the thing. Weezing, it says stage one. I feel like Weezing wasn't stage one back well, in the no, day. No, 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 because stage one is coughing, so it's a stage two guy. So you have to oh, play this oh, on top I see. of it. Oh, it's, it, has, it has a little picture of coughing there. The I old see Weezing that. was a stage one the whole time. <laughs> so, boys, here's what I want you to do. It's our final game here. We, I feel like everyone should know what Pokemon is, and if you don't, I strongly encourage you to see it. I want you to open up your pack of cards, because this in itself is a very um, almost sentimental type of thing. We're probably going to see cards that we had in the past and maybe some new ones. I want you to find the coolest card in here, and then the other two of us are going to rank whether that card, card is overrated, underrated, oh or rated fairly. So you want us to find the coolest one. Yep, and you'll notice that these are actually the original cards. Oh, no, they're From not. back in our day. Not the one I found. Really? I caught a good one. Because <laughs> I see, you know, these are almost the same uh, animation are, style. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a real cool one in the end. So every card gets, or every pack has a holographic card, which mine was a complete dud. Um, <laughs> got two holographics in mine, actually. Yeah, I got a reverse hollow. Oh, jeez. You guys got Dude, the better. Dude, I think b- you got the same one as me. <laughs> I just saw it, but like, it is so underrated. It's pretty cool. All, All right, right. what you get? Tim, reveal. We, we've got M. Slowbro <laughs> is yeah. what this guy This is the called. goofiest looking slow. This is not from the original pack. No, absolutely not. Uh, and his main attack, which is 100 plus damage, <laughs> lol, roll spin. <laughs> this thing also has 220 hit points. Let me give you some of the other ones. 90, uh, 70, this 40. slow bro, this lazy creature has 220 plus like the un, like the unnecessary like Japanese lettering around him, although the rest of the card is in English. <laughs> yeah this card is cool but it's trying too hard you, you know what is a little overrated about these new cards how they make the whole thing holographic rather than just the picture of it yeah i don't like that it's it's chintzy it's lame but s- slow bro very underrated yeah this card is <laughs> so bob what do you have is is that the same That's one the same exact card <laughs> all right look at how happy he is is he getting eaten too like what are those teeth around him Dude, I didn't even notice the teeth, but yeah, it looks like he's getting eaten How by is this like thing a powerful. He's lazy and he's being eaten as he smiles. <laughs> Josh, there is a thing on here that says mega evolution rule. <laughs> so there's a rule when you go to mega evolution, folks. So even the rules of the game have changed. <laughs> yes, they have. Now, <laughs> I got for my holographic card a trainer card, which I was instantly <laughs> turned off on, and it's called Switch. And I remember oh. this card from back in the day, and it was not a rare card. No. It was very much a, a, a common card. You can even see at the bottom right-hand corner of the cards, you can tell As it's a rare. diamond symbol. Yeah, so it's a star <laughs> if it's rare. But I would say... <laughs> the man buys all these and he gets the worst pack. <laughs> yeah. I did get the one with Magikarp. So in terms of nostalgia, <laughs> that's where I'm at. You know, I did get a holographic energy card, which is actually pretty cool. My second holographic <laughs> was uh, Vulpix. Vulpix, huh? That, Not shabby. Dude, Vulpix was always an underrated Pokemon. I love those little guys. You know what, Josh? I really feel for you because... That's pretty cool. Venusaur something or other. Um. Anyway... I every pack I got when I was a kid, no matter what, every freaking pack, the star, which was the rare, you know, every pack had a rare. I always got the rare trainer uh. and no one ever wanted to trade for the rare trainer. I can't tell you how many. Uh, what was that one? Pokemon catcher. Was he a rare? Mm. How many Pokemon catchers? Imposter Professor Oaks, and here comes Team Rocket cards I had. No one wanted to trade for him. I got him every time. Like, all right, this is going to be the Charizard pack. Ah, look, it's another Imposter Professor Oak. Every time. And that's the thing. When you get a specific challenge from a Saturday morning cartoon like Pokemon that says, got to catch them all, and you're wasting your time with Imposter Professor Oaks and trainer cards, it just, it really hits you deep on your core. Like, I just wasted my parents' money. And... (laughs) 
As oh, of right no, now, we had I... to save up for them. I wasted my own damn money, and it hurt even more. Well, same right now. <laughs> you know what I like on these new packs, though, is that they do shuffle in like the classic Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah. at the same time, which is well, it's important to me. <laughs> well, I was worried that I was going to get something where you know I had a whole bunch of cards that I didn't know who they were, and to see the actual original animation here or the same uh, drawings. Brings back a lot of memories. Like, I have a Magmar and an Electabuzz, Magmar. which are pretty cool. But these are exactly what I remember from... What's your favorite Pokemon sound, Josh? Oh, my goodness. That's a big question. Is it Magmar or is it Jinx? <laughs> it's definitely not Jinx. Um, <laughs> whew, let me think on that. Dude, I liked Exeggutor. Magmar. <laughs> he just sounded like a dopey Exeggutor. <laughs> <laughs> what did you like, Tim? trying to think did you like mr mime tim mr mime was rated what a weird pokemon they're all creatures and then there's some mime human mr mime was straight which was the one that was like the cross-dresser one like that was jinx that was jinx the perverted ooh jinx yeah i I think i like that one oh god (laughs) of course you do What a sassy, sassy Pokemon. Yucky. You know what I did when I was a kid is everybody hated Pidgeys because you'd get them all the time. I collected Pidgeys because and people wouldn't even trade them to me in deals. They just give them to me. So I think at one point I had 20 Pidgey cards. Nice. Like I had in my binder like a whole page of Pidgeys. It was it was a great thing. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) I love Pidgey. Overrated. (laughs) Oof. Well, alrighty, guys. So I think that about does it for our uh, our Saturday morning cast. We've uh, we've had the cereal. We've talked about the shows, and we've even ventured out to the store to uh, try to catch them all. Any last thoughts before we wrap things up? One last thought: the fact that this Pog Pokemon yeah. thing is pretty sweet. It's like a uh, it's a holographic Pog. I can't tell what Pokemon is on it. It might just be like a Pokemon sign, perhaps. Yeah, it's a, like a holo, holo, hieroglyphic or something. I've got one. It's a holographic hieroglyphic. A Ooh, I like yours, Josh. Yours is much cooler. Yeah, well. Mine almost looks like the NFL football. <laughs> got, yeah. Did they mix this in from a pack of football cards? My, my, mine has the same thing on it, so, yeah. Ooh, jinx. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh jinx. <laughs> well, my last thought is, since we got these cards now, in the words of Arnold, uh, do you want to trade? <laughs> <laughs> The answer is yes. <laughs> I got a ratatata for next to nothing. <laughs> Dude, I got a raticate. I'll trade you. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the overrated, underrated, overrated fairly podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace. Goodbye. Overrated, underrated, rated fairly. Oh, so fun.